I learned in school that the way to construct an essay is that you tell somebody what you're about to tell them, then you tell them, then you tell them what you just told them. That was actually shared with me from somebody who I don't usually talk to, a previous father-in-law of mine. And I won't say his name because who, you know, I'm not trying to benefit from saying a name of somebody who I really respected. He told me that's how Jesuit schools teach people how to write an essay. You tell them what you're about to tell them, then you tell them, then you tell them what you just told them. It's a persuasive technique. You're magnifying the message three times, which is a sacred number. Did you know that? And so I'm telling you something important. I may see my way out of this thing with my brother. It's a glimmer of hope, but I hope it doesn't get slammed in my face because it's the only thing I can think of that sounds fair is that my brother is not a really a homicidal maniac. He's a pragmatist. I've never known him to like make living things suffer, except for me. I mean, he tortured me. But I'm trying to figure out if I have Stockholm Syndrome, that I'm trying to look for the reasonable humanity in a human being that was my, um, you know, brother, supposedly protector, and now he's fighting against me, telling me he's not scared of me. And I was like, why? Wait a minute. What's what's there to be afraid of with me? Now, if you know me, I'm going to ask you to level with me and tell me privately whether I'm a scary person or not. Because it seems to me, my enemies, when they declare themselves my enemies, tell me I'm terrified. And you know how they tell me that I'm terrifying? By telling me either that I'm an a-hole or by telling me that they're not scared of me, which means, of course, they are. I don't know why I'm so scary, except that I'm unforgiving. I mean, I, I, I get it. I... Except I'm not. That's the thing. So then what's the other thing, then? If you know that I'm actually not an unforgiving person, then what's the thing you're keeping from me? And the thing that they're keeping from me is big, fancy, schmancy, self-made man, family man, Randy Shippon from Cinnamonson has become what the family wanted him to be. He's a good person, helps a lot of people. Every now and then he makes a mistake. So what? That's everybody on the world. Everybody in the whole world makes mistakes all the time. But reputation management is big business. Big, 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 big business. I know that. 
I actually know that. So what are you willing to stake your reputation on in this world that you would raise your hand to your own mother? Is it going to be greed? Is it going to be power? Is it going to be sex? Is it going to be revenge? Oh, there's another one? You're telling me there's another one? Wait a minute. You're telling me if you do a mercy killing at the request of my royal blood mother to her royal blood son who did the request, maybe, hypothetically, satirically speaking, You're telling me that that might change things? That there might be an understanding between mother and son that mother wanted to die, that she could only share with a son who she loved the most? And why do I know that? Because only his picture is in her bedroom, folks, not mine. Mine is out in the hall to show the public. I'm the shield. They named me Shield Wolf. Look up the name Randolph. This one is going to protect us. This one, family role. Here I am, the big protector. Boom, 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 boom. With my silly little captain hat. Boom, 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 boom. Here I am to protect you from yourself. Boom, boom. Here I am to protect you from yourself. Boom, boom. Here I am to protect you. Here I am to protect you. Here I am to protect you from yourself. Boom, boom. Then I have to wet my lips. It's embarrassing. If I want to whistle. I have actually given serious consideration to never singing another day in my life. And I think Enya did too. She's one of my heroes too. Not just Britney Spears. Come on. You think I have one hero? You out of your mind? Most of the people on my planet are heroes. No, it's... Now listen to me. You have me all wrong. I worship every one of you. My father, when he was trying to figure out why his son raised his hand to his mother, he said, with what may have been his dying breath, because it sounded like it, but then he got better, so don't think I told you that my father's dying. He may be dying, he may not be dying. Depending who you are in my life, you either know that or don't know that. But if you can't be honest with me, you don't get to step into the royal chamber. Those are my rules. I know who I am. So here I am, baby. Here I am in the world. Just me and my stupid captain's hat. My hundred degree room in my office on Lake Parsippany. Waiting for a confession. That'll be the best story, man. Lifetime TV. Oh, God, the rights to this story. You heard it here first. 
if my brother makes a confession to me, like I'm sure there are confessions occurring across the planet. The whole reason that these Lifetime TV movies are popular is because it's the shit that actually happens in people's families. Right? The metaphor is your story. Or you know someone who went through it. That's why we take an interest in each other's problems. You and your dignity. You and your privacy. You and your secrets. Here's one thing I have learned. You have no secrets before me. Eventually, the metallic dice that God handed me will give me the answer in the patterns on the six sides of each die, 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 die. Now, I didn't just tell you to die. You heard that. I want you to live in the truth that you tell me. And I won't even make it part of the public record. They're going to have to wonder. Because the law actually protects you better than it protects me. And that's what's frightening. That's what's frightening. So I'm glad you waited for patience. You will get the mercy that you desire, not from me. but from this fair society that is trying to give a mother's son some help. Maybe you really are a Freemason. You just picked the wrong commander. It wasn't mommy. It was daddy and me. Through patriarchal lines of authority. because you took an oath. So no matter what happens, you are stripped of your Freemasonry because you were not loyal to the right team. Team Mommy should have come to Team Daddy and said, Team Daddy, I want to die. And Team Daddy should have been able to say, Team Rand, over there, a big doctor in North Jersey. Team Rand, who can do anything. How do we make mommy more comfortable? And I wouldn't have been hysterical, guys. I would have said, oh, I know a lot about that. I'm a doctor. And if you didn't come to me with it, because you didn't trust me, that's not my fault. I know you did what you thought was right. I appreciate it. I'm willing to forgive. I will not hold my pride against you. <laughs> Funny thing for a lion to say. I will not hold my pride against you. I will respect the power of the truth to get me to obey mercy, but I can't respect it until I have it. And that is what this episode is about.
This next recording is a voicemail that I left my, let's say that I I left my mythological brother. I don't know if it's really him or not, but I definitely left this message on his voicemail. maintenance. Please leave your name and phone number and I'll get back to you as quickly as I can. Thank you. At the tone, please record your message. When you have finished recording, you may hang up or press 1 for more options. My God. My brother. I'm recording you a message that doesn't imply you in any problem. My brother, did you ask me, could you have asked me to have a conversation about mom's wishes? Would you have asked me if it was okay for mom to die? Would you have ever dared ask me that question? I have a question for you. And if you answer it correctly, it will absolve you of all guilt in this world. Did mommy ask to die before her 80th birthday at any point? And did you endeavor to make it happen because you knew it would work out financially well for all of us? If you are satisfied with your message, Press 1 to listen to your message. Press 2 to erase and re-record. Press 3 to to send your message with normal delivery. Press 1 to send your message. Thank you. Your message has been sent. Goodbye. How lucky are you that you get two of these episodes in one day? Well, listen... I gotta tell you, I've been wearing a captain's hat since the beginning of this whole thing because I feel like when I'm on the boat, it's the only time I'm in control of anything. If I fall in the water, it's definitely my fault. It's not nature's fault. There's no animal big enough out there to throw me off that boat. And I'll be honest with you, there's no human who could either. I might as well be the Jewish Poseidon. I'm telling you the truth. But I'm an air spirit, not a water spirit. And because I'm an airhead, sometimes I don't understand the truer dimension of a thing. My brother and my sister-in-law might be mercy killers, mercy killers, master of the house. Watch Les Miserables. And I'm walking around this world with a captain's hat thinking I'm doing the right thing. Because all I see is murder, murder everywhere. Murder of my mom, murder of my dad. So what I'm proposing to my brother to deeply contextualize this is that if he admits to me that my mother had been negative about living... 
and that he endeavored to do a euthanasia of some kind for her by his own hand on the day that she had her stroke or over the weeks leading up to the stroke. Or if my mother admits to me, which I don't know if she will, that she asked for help dying, I rest my case. Because then the next thing that will happen is the revenge thing toward my father. And if Jennifer endeavored to take out my father when she knew mommy was going to die anyway, well, that would explain why Jennifer J. Rogers Shippon on June 1st changed the address of my mother's credit file on the day of her stroke to her own address in Bordentown. Hmm. Hmm. Big town, Bordentown, by the way. Big town. Big, big, historic, historic town. Historic Bordentown. Did you know that Bordentown, this is me being a cruel angel. Oh, sorry, I didn't tell you. Fury. Bordentown is one of three towns in New Jersey that has a liquor store with with a pharmacy. It's the same place. I think it's called Boyd's, B-O-Y-D. And it's a historic place, and I hope it's still open. I would love to get them on the show. All right? I love people. I do. But if anybody doesn't tell me the truth, I just get wrathful. And I don't know why. I don't know why I'm like this. I don't know why they made me this way when people keep secrets from me. Maybe because I'm used to everybody telling me the truth because I deal in the truth for a living. And I could sing a song. I deal in truth for a living. I deal in truth for a living. I deal in truth for a living. And I'm turning my truth to you. You can already hear the musical, can't you? Good. Me too. So we must be listening to the same angels. I like their stuff better than mine. Their stuff is awesome. Mine, a terrible, terrible secondary replication of what the muses say to me. So they're friends of mine, like God. We don't always get along. But when the muses sing, I... Sometimes I borrow their stuff, and they're like, that's okay, there's no information property law in this dimension. And I take their stuff, and I say, thanks, are you sure? Because it's good, you know, it's really good stuff. And they're like, yep, it's uh, yours, because you're the first one to put their name on it. And I'm like, well, what are you talking about? You're the interdimensional being that gave me the stuff. And they're like, nope. You're the interdimensional being that can talk to us. Oh. Now, what did I just do? I created a mythos. Why did I create that mythos? Is that true? Is it not true? Moral relativism says, who cares? Nihilism says, not important. 
These are actual philosophies that you can learn and apply in a moral way in your life. If you want to. It's not bad. There's nothing that's bad in the world. Is it your definition of bad that has caused the problem? Maybe your definition of bad is bad. How about that? I say it like they say it in South Jersey because uh, I like it. Bad. Mm. It's got that Philadelphia. <laughs> when we were growing up, the main way kids made fun of each other on my block was, yeah, 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 yeah. Did anybody ever do that to you? I was bullied. We had bullies in the neighborhood. But the great news was that my brother was the biggest of them all. And so in a way, he was very useful because he could scare off the other bullies. All I had to do was tell my brother about Michael Dougherty, who beat me up once. And I didn't ever have to worry about Michael Dougherty bothering us again. I don't know what happened. I think my brother protected me. But over the years, as I have grown increasingly professional and self-righteous, I am sure that my brother, ever the comic relief in our family, looked at me and said, this guy doesn't have a freaking clue. He has no clue. He is so stressed out. He can't even keep his practice together. Meanwhile, I keep making more and more and more money, which is weird. And then I see it echoed not through him because he would never dare say those things to me until stressed. But the part that's sick for me, the part that's sick for me is that he threw everybody under the bus to defend himself. My sisters, me, made us all feel like we were crazy idiots. I don't know if any of you know me, but uh, if you do, I'm not an idiot. And crazy might be your word for creative individual. So if you call me crazy, I say creative. You say crazy, I say creative. You say crazy, I say creative. You say tomato, I say, I don't even want to talk about tomatoes. I, I mean, why are we talking about tomatoes unless it's with a gifted and talented person who handles tomatoes for a living? Like this uh, lady up the street who just opened up Ferraro's. Now, that's a lady who can talk to me about a tomato. I don't want to hear from anybody else. Okay? Why do I? Why am I so sharp and bitter? I don't know. God made me this way. And that's the way my brother is about loving his wife. He is a self-validated being now. He's a self-validated being who makes no excuses for the way he is or carrying out what he was asked to do. So I need to hear from my brother whether my my uh, oh, that was a Freudian slip. I was going to say whether my wife, whether my mom, to protect me from myself, said to my brother, Teddy, can you look into euthanasia? And then his wife who has experience with euthanasia, I imagine, 
said, you got a problem, I'll solve it. What's that from? Ice, ice baby, vanilla ice. You got a problem, I'll solve it. That's what a gangster says. Oh, problem, solve, problem, solve. Law enforcement too. Problem, complaint of, of brothers, brother against brother, solve it. The solving of the complaint might be prosecute the financial crimes because that wasn't nice. But as for the euthanasia, well, that's family stuff. We don't really talk about that. It's embarrassing that you have a brother that is a podcaster, but well, if you if you try to solve a problem with your mom and mom gave her consent to you and told you what to do and it was a conversation between mom and you and your wife because it actually sometimes in your life you need a criminal to carry out a task not a guy with licenses in New Jersey, New York and Delaware to protect what if my brother was the dirty deeds done dirt cheap guy Dirty deeds done dirt cheap. And I'm not making fun of him. I'm giving him an opportunity to say, yeah, man, that's me. And then we have to have a conversation with the justice system about what to do with a guy like that. Because I don't want him around my kids. But maybe he was just trying to honor his mother in a weird, warped, mentally ill way. Which means he needs to be monitored by a psychiatrist at all times in restraints a ward of the state I have no idea but whatever it is it's better than the crowd coming for him so tell me America what do I do with a brother who has the opportunity to admit right now that he and his wife tried to kill my mom and my dad at the same time because they loved my mom. They were tired of dad. Dad was tired of dad. Mom was tired of mom. They, they, they were not happy individuals despite all their money. And they were going to solve the problem for us. And everybody was going to get the money. And everybody was going to be happy. And case closed, problem solved. And I will tell you that I will give consideration if I can get a confession from my brother that that was the plan and that that plan had my mother's consent on some level, I will say, I apologize for my professional career. I don't want it anymore. If I'm the problem in all of this, I accept it. And I don't even want to be a psychologist. I just want... I just want to understand how this happened. I don't need to chase anybody through this world. I can finally have some peace. 
And I just want to talk to people about what brings them together and not what separates them. And I will tell you truthfully, the only thing that brings people together is the truth. And that is why the Statue of Liberty holds aloft the flame of welcome that is actually the flame of truth. Liberation is truth. If you're trying to keep me safe in this world, please let me know that you're doing that. If you're trying to keep my mother safe from her own wrathful angel, well, it just proves that she needed more care than I thought she did. And if you're worried about me falling apart, I won't if you don't lie to me. I stand on the truth. When you lie to me, the thing goes out under my feet and I want to just fly away, man. Because I've got the wings already. I know my credentials. Do you know yours? Were you carrying out a task that was too horrible to ask your brother? Because there are laws being developed all over the world for euthanasia. But if you read, and if mommy read, and if the TV wasn't full of shit all the time, talking about things that don't matter like politics when everybody agrees on 99.9% of the same things in this world, your team sports, your politics, they're distractions from what's actually happening, guys. We've been doing this to you since ancient Rome. We are the media. It's not a conspiracy. It's entertainment. We distract you from the real shit in your life. It's what we do. It's what people do. People are media. Now everybody's social media. Means everybody's got a press. Everybody's got an idea press. And I think that what happened over the years was that some people got really jealous of my idea press. And they're like, let's make it easier for everybody. We can solve the problem. There's million and a half dollars in the bank. So let's get to stepping. I think that's what happened. And if that's what happened, I need a full confession. And I don't need it in public. But I do need it recorded and sent to me as a recording that I will not publish on this program. You're afraid of my voice? You should have been. That was a smart move. And when you say you're not afraid of me, you should be. Not because I'm going to hurt you, but because I am a trumpet. And I'm afraid of trumpets. I don't want to be a trumpet. The only time I'm a trumpet is if you lie to me, man. That's the only time I'm a trumpet.
Otherwise, I keep people's secrets for a living. So if you don't trust your trumpet, and that should be a song that you should write, if you're so goddamn talented in this world, trust your trumpet, or your trumpet will trumpet about you. That's the funny thing about the name Trump. Thank you for listening. Whoever you are, and I think I know who you are, you're a good person. Except, and wait, unless you attack me and you're the only person on the planet who does, then you're not. But maybe in your own weird way you were trying to be. And that's fine. We just need to protect people from you, like, for a long time. A really long time. A really, really long time. But maybe not in a prison, because those places are really depressing. Definitely some sort of a treatment venue. Ah, could be a destination venue. Could be Pluto or Paradise or Polynesia. Maybe Polynesia would venerate and revere. Nah, God, I don't know. I think you're going to have to just sing songs. Sing songs somewhere. Because that's all we'll be able to trust you to do. But it should be far, far away from us, as the rabbi said in Fiddler on the Roof. May the Lord bless and keep the Tsar far, far away from us. Remember how funny that joke was? I see you over the horizon. And there you go. There you go. It's been nice. Thank you for your service. It's time to go.